Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. She's a fashion blogger, model, and entrepreneur. She's amazing. The latest tips on fashion, beauty, wellness, travel, and her lifestyle. And now, here's the founder and creator of Not Basic Blonde, Olasha. Hi guys, welcome back to the show, Not Basic Blonde podcast. And in this episode, my guest, Kristen Takeman, who is the former Real Housewives of New York City, Bravo TV personality, model, and blogger, will be sharing her life story, fashion advice, behind the scenes of the show, and so much more. So tune in, guys. Hi, Kristen. How are you? Welcome to Not Basic Blonde podcast. Thank you. I'm doing well. How are you? I'm fine. Thank you. Would you please tell our listeners about yourself? Um, about myself. I am a model, a mom, um, a former Real Housewife of New York City turned fashion blogger living in New York City. That's, that's pretty much myself in a nutshell. And I'm now quarantining in Connecticut with my parents. <laughs> oh, nice. How is it going? Um, any news when you guys can get back to New York? Um, no, it's going good. We were out in Long island for a couple of months and then we shifted and came out to connecticut um to be with my family which is nice um you know listen you can go back to new york at any time it's just you know it's not open so i'm actually in connecticut right now and they're on phase one opening up right now so it's it's a little bit nicer to be in a place where things are starting to open up i mean it doesn't look like things are opening up in new york city or new york state even for the next couple of months so it's a little um it's a little sad there. I, I went into the city last week and it was really insane to see everything boarded up. It was crazy. Wow. Everything is open in Atlanta. <laughs> oh, is it really? Wow. Lucky you. That's great. So that means that you don't have any roots and you have your hair done? Yeah, but I still wear a mask everywhere and I don't really go anywhere to restaurants or anywhere. Right. No, I hear you. I mean, my biggest thing is my roots. I mean, you're obviously blonde. It's like, that's the one thing. I feel so vain and horrible saying all of this, but it's like, ah, I just want to get my hair done. I know. I feel you on that one because for some reason, I got mine done right before everything started. And by the time everything was opening up, I got a chance to do it. <laughs> oh, yeah. No. Oh, good luck. Yeah. Good for you. Oh, my goodness. I know. Looking back, I wish. I got a haircut right before it all started, but the roots. I did not do that in Botox. I'm dying. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. How did you decide to be on Real Housewives of New York? Um, you don't really decide, you know. Um, it's it's definitely being connected to some of the cast members. So um Brandy Glanville from Beverly Hills is one of my best girlfriends. So I went to, I attended a party with her in New York City, and um, it turns out that I actually knew a lot of the cast members from the New York cast. Um, I was, I knew um, Heather Thompson really well, and then Carol Razwell, and I had so many mutual friends, so we just connected right away, and I didn't, I had no idea that when I went to this party that they were actually looking for another girl, so 
it all just really fell into place. You know, it all, we just all connected and it worked out. And, um, you know, it's, I think it's a lot harder than people think to, um, to join one of these shows. I know they consider so many people, but that expression, like let the cards fall or how, whatever that expression is like you just, it is a lot harder than you would think to, um, to have everything connect properly. So, you know, I, I guess it all just kind of fell into place and was meant to be. Yeah, it's definitely hard because you have to spend so much time filming and then they only take like a few minutes or whatever um, after for the episode. Yeah, it is. It is crazy to see what what makes it and what doesn't or things that you you put so much time and energy into. Or I know that you're probably like me. It's like you plan the most beautiful hair and makeup and the best outfit ever. And then they never use that moment. You're like, no, that dress. I wanted everybody to see it. You know, stuff like that. That's kind of a bummer. (laughs) Yeah, but I'm a huge fan. I watch every episode because I've been watching Brower, I don't know, for like 10, 15 years now. Oh, yeah. I started, I watched every Housewives show and every episode of each one. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, it's it's so good. And I'm loving that they're doing um, Stay Home with Bravo right now. I feel like we're all staying home with Bravo. I'm obsessed. Yeah. How was your experience on the show? Um... No, I think overall it was great. I mean, I just, my takeaway is, you know, I always kind of look into everything I do as um, like a learning experience. So for me, obviously it was getting out of my comfort zone, um, meeting new people. Cause you know, I didn't know all of the women. So, you know, and then I kind of take it too. It's like, you know, when you're filming, you're actually, you know, it's not really considered work. It's, it's really just, you get to know all these women and they're genuinely your friends. And then you kind of click and you're all super friendly and you're just hanging out. You kind of forget that you're filming. I think that um, the major takeaway for me was afterwards when you had to do all this interviewing and press and all of that, like I looked at that as more of like a learning experience. So, I mean, I think that was the most valuable part of it, just kind of getting the experience of being behind the camera and, you know, going and interviewing and speaking about the show and doing interviews like this. So for me, I think that that was the best part. I see. And did you have any challenges of being on the show, like sharing your personal life or dealing with the drama and some ladies? (laughs) You know, I, when you're, when I was in it, I didn't really think much of it, but I feel like you're, you're in this like whirlwind of like being around. It's like anything. It's like, if you were to go on a vacation with, you know, seven of your girlfriends and say you're gone for two weeks, when you're there with the girls, you're, you're so, and, and, intertwined in what's going on that you kind of, it's, it becomes your whole life. But then the second, like during the off season or when back the show, I feel like that's when, that's when the stress comes in because, you know, you hear about what the other women are saying about you behind your back and then they hear what you say about them. So for me, that's, that's when it kind of got like, that's when it got hard because you know, that, that was like, it's never nice hearing. It's never great hearing bad things about yourself from other people. Um, and then I think for me too, the worst part was social media and Twitter. Oh my God. When the show is airing, how nasty people could be. You're like, oh my God, I'm putting my whole life like on the line here. And you guys are so mean. You know, even last night, um, Beverly Hill, uh, New York was on and <clears throat> I, um, you know, I was watching it and tweeting and it's like, still people are so mean. You're like, oh my God, like, I haven't even been on Twitter for years and you just pop back on and you're so nasty. It's, it's like, uh, it's so, it's so hard. 
I know you like putting your life in front of them and they're just like saying all this. Yeah, it's tough. Yeah, well, you know, always social media can be mean or it can be rewarding. Some people are really nice and they give you nice feedback and you love it. And some people are so mean that because they're unhappy with their own lives. So they oh, try yeah. to say something about someone. No, it's, yeah, it's, it's like the worst, the worst. Yeah. I love your tagline. And what was the story behind your tagline? I may not be the sharpest tool in the shed, but I'm pretty. So, you know, my husband and I have been together for 1 million years. I mean, we've literally been married for, I don't even know at this point, 15 years together for 18 years. So it's like a long time. So we're obviously very, you know, secure and solid in our relationship. And we have these jokes between, you know, like any couple does or any friendship or any, you know, if like you have like a best girlfriend, you have jokes. So, you know, my husband and I have these jokes. So, you know, I've been a model since I was 14 and it's, it's, you know, I didn't go to college and it's just one of those jokes. I mean, maybe it's like my own little insecurity, just always sort of joking that, well, you know, I, I didn't go to school, so I'm not like, I'm not exactly completely book smart. I would never call myself book smart. I feel like I'm very street smart and savvy, but, um, so it's a joke between he and I, um, and you know, and it's that, that, that expression about not being the sharpest tool in the shed. But then at the end, he'd always be like, but you're pretty. So, you know, it's something that kind of kept coming up my first season. Like Ramona kept saying like, oh, you know, she's the pretty one. She's the, like pretty, pretty, pretty. So I just kind of felt like that sort of worked. And then, you know, you're not really thinking about taglines. I mean, everybody's different. Like, listen, if I was to do it again, I feel like the whole season, I would sort of think in the back of my head, okay, what would my tagline be? But I wasn't thinking that way. For me, I didn't really think about like the fundamentals of the show. I just was, you know, filming a show and hanging out with new friends. So for me, it was never like a work thing. Um, and then at the end, they ask you, you know, you need to come up with a tagline. And I was kind of running out of time. And there was a couple that were suggested to me about things that made sense during my storyline. And that was the one that they kept coming back to. So I was like, oh, forget it. Let's just use that one. So, you know, who knew that it would be? But also that, that season two, I think people forget that, you know, all the taglines for the New York ladies on that, I think it was season six, were very quirky. I mean, I think like Sonia was talking about not wearing underwear and somebody else, like everybody was like, all the taglines were a little crazy. It wasn't like they were very sophisticated and then mine was like nuts, you know? So I think yeah. that, I think it kind of made sense for that. Yeah, but I love. I would love to see you back on the show. Are you coming back? Uh, <laughs> well, I mean, who knows now, right? Like, I don't know if anything is going to come yeah. back. I mean, I've got to, you know, I think like the only thing that we could talk about is like coming back, but like what with masks on? I mean, I have no idea. I mean, that's, that's my biggest question. I was watching last night and I was thinking, oh my goodness, like how, how are any of these shows going to come back? what are they going to do? I mean, everything will have to be shot interior, I guess, you know, in people's homes and stuff. Who knows? You know? Yeah. But how are they shooting prior, like a few months prior or when are usually shooting and when is the show coming out? So I think what they, I feel like it's airing right now. So they probably, they filmed it probably over probably like they, they started probably in the fall through the holidays and then, yeah, because it's the fall right now. So they shot last fall and it'll shoot through. I mean, they'll, we'll probably see the ladies through the holidays and into like January, February. And now it's airing now in the spring. So they'll probably, I mean, uh, you know, depending on what's going on with like, obviously COVID, 
they'll probably start filming again in the next couple of, like normally they would start filming again in the next couple months. Oh, I see. Yeah. Hmm. Mm -hmm. But it's always different, you know? And then I think they have to, there's so many different shows. So I don't know how they, they schedule the filming with when all the shows air, you know, cause they can only air a couple at a time. So mm -hmm. what did you do before you became famous? <laughs> um, I've always modeled. I started modeling when I was 14. I moved to um, New York City um, right out of high school and then moved to Milan. Then I lived in Paris for three years and then I came back to New York and then um, modeled in New York and then I met my husband Josh and then we moved out to LA and then, you know, modeled in LA and all that and then had my son in uh, LA. And then we moved back to New York and kept modeling. I was with Ford and then um, Ford closed. Like it was crazy. That's a whole nother conversation. That's a whole nother podcast. But um, yeah, Ford changed hands and they, I always, I was always very excited to be with Ford models. And then um, they, they changed hands. Someone else bought them and then they, they closed most of their division. So then now I'm with New York models, but yeah, so I, I, um, and then, you know, moved from LA back to New York and was living in New York and had, um, my daughter and she was just about a year old when I went to that party I told you about. Yeah. So I modeled since I was four, uh, 13, but I, my mom made me to go to school because she said modeling is not a real job. And I was so oh. about it. And I went to school. I got my degree. I started IT project management career and I've done oh. it for like eight, nine years. And I went back to modeling and blogging and all that. Oh my God. Isn't that crazy? Wow. But good for you for, you know, for getting the education. That's awesome. Yeah. But you know, I got it because my parents wanted me to, but not like I wanted. <laughs> yeah. Well, what do you, what do your parents do? Or what do your parents do for a living? Well, my mom does accounting and my dad had his own business. So, oh, okay. My stepdad moved from New York to Atlanta to, oh, wow. he met my mom. So Okay. Yeah. Cause I feel like my parents work for themselves. So I feel like both of them have always owned their own businesses. And ironically, like my husband owns his own business. So I've ne I never had like a, a structure where, you know, my father or mother worked for a big company and worked nine to five. So I feel like my parents from a young age just saw it as an awesome experience experience you know like when else is my daughter going to be able to live in Paris for three years when else you know when when else is she going to be able to experience these things and they always said to me they're like you can always go back to school you can like opposite to your parents your parents were like go to school <laughs> you know my parents were like go they're like go to school do whatever you want later and my parents were like do whatever you want now you can always go back to school and here I am 43 and I'm like I don't want to go back to school but you know ironically I, cause you know, I have my blog last night's look and I started to, since this whole like quarantine thing, I started taking some online writing classes. So I'm actually really excited about that. I feel, I feel like that's my big takeaway, trying to do something for myself and trying to, um, you know, improve my writing skills. So I'm, I'm really excited about that. Nice. But I'm glad your parents were so liberal, but my mom, because I moved here when I was 17 and I had to quit university in Russia oh. to come here. And she felt just obligated that like I quit it and probably I have to finish it. So that's why I think that was the main reason because otherwise I don't think she would be that strict about it. Oh yeah. No, that makes sense. Yeah. 
And how did you decide to vlog? Like, how did you decide to become a blogger? Well, so basically, you know, I'm doing the show and, you know, for the Bravo shows, you have to write a weekly blog. I'm sure you know that. So you, you get the, they give you the episode, um, like, a, like two days early so that you can watch it. And then you have to sort of like, a, I don't know how many words, like 500, a thousand, whatever, um, words where they put it on their blog. So it's basically like you explaining from your point of view, what you thought of the episode. So I was already sort of writing for that. And then I working with this amazing stylist to put together all of these great looks for each, like each thing that we shot. And he said to me from day one, he was like, you need to do a fashion blog. You need to do a fashion blog. And I was like, no, my gosh. Like, it was so overwhelming. I had two small kids. I was already having to write the blog for Bravo. I was like, I don't know how I'm doing all of this. Like, this is crazy. Like, even now looking back, I'm like, I, I do not know physically how I did it all. You know, it's, it, it was just so much. But I guess it's like anything, right? Like, when you're, sometimes when you're busy, it's like easier to do more. So anyway, um, I, you know, I was writing that. And then once the show started airing, it was crazy on social media. I mean, you know how everybody was like, where did, what color lipstick is that? Where did you get that dress? Who makes your bag? Blah, 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 blah. And then I, I started having bloggers reaching out to me. There was this one scene when I went to Sonia's house and I had this really cute pink um, poplin dress on. And this blogger kept reaching out to me like, I cannot find your dress anywhere. I'm looking everywhere for it. Is it YSL? Is it Hermes? Is it blah, blah, blah? And I responded. I was like, it's H&M. <laughs> the person like never in a million years thought that like a New York housewife would be wearing H&M. And I was like, okay, since that point, I was like, it's all about high-low fashion. Like I'm wearing my Manolos. I have a Chanel bag but I'm wearing an H&M dress, you know? So I was like, okay, maybe I've got something here. So that's when I just started putting together the, the blog. I was like, okay, so I got the URL last night's look. So a lot of people don't realize that it's last night's look. So the, when I was on the show, it, it aired on Tuesday night. So Wednesday morning, I would put out my last night's look blog post, which was last night's look, what I wore on the show. And then during the off season, it morphed into... Um, you know, just awesome fashion finds that I would find, you know, and it's all super affordable. I mean, the stuff that I'm, I'm talking about now is like scoop is this awesome clothing store in the New York area that, um, has, has gone away for a couple years now. And they just started a collaboration with Walmart. Like who knew it's like the coolest clothes ever available at Walmart. And everything is like under $50. And I'm talking like, I just did some posts this week, but like, you know, it's just kind of fun to, to keep people in the loop. Like Amazon has insane fashion right now. Everything's on sale. It's just like nice to share, you know? I mean, the beauty of having the blog is that it's everything for anybody, right? Like anything that you've ever done in your life falls under one umbrella, beauty, fashion, um, makeup tips, lifestyle, trap, anything you want to put in it's yours, you know? So it's, I, I think that's the best part about a blog. Yeah, I didn't even know that Bravo makes you write blogs. <laughs> yeah, if you look on their like if you look on their website, they'll post like I actually should look at it too. It'd be kind of fun, but um that's where people get they fuel like they, the fires fueled between the cast members because all of these Bravo bloggers will look at what the women are saying because if you think about it, you don't see the the season and then you get to see it, you get to see each episode and then you write your thoughts. So you're basically like, if, if you were saying something about me, I'd be like, oh my God, I can't believe that she said that. That was so messed up. So then, 
you, then you're also reading what the other girls are saying about you. So it's kind of interesting. I mean, it makes sense, you know? So yeah, if you check it out, it should be, it should be like the cast members blogs for this, this episode, the seasons that are coming that are live. So I think Beverly Hills and New York should be up there. I'm actually going to check it out too. It'd be interesting to see what they're saying about each other. <laughs> nice. I will check it out. Definitely. <laughs> and I love the, your tie dye dress that you recently posted. That was really nice. Oh, thanks. Yeah. And I do actually mix high low fashion as well, because I feel like clothes I mean, they have such a fast turnaround. Yeah. Shoes, they kind of stay forever almost. Oh, a hundred percent. Yeah. I would so much rather spend money on, you know, really beautiful jewelry, really, you know, great bags and like shoes that'll last forever. And then, you know, like that tie dye dress you're talking about, like so fun to just wear a few times, you know? Yeah, that's so true. And where do you get your inspiration from? Like, because your style is amazing. I love it. Oh, thanks. Um, I, I get the, you know, I kind of just see what's trending, you know, obviously like right now it's all loungewear and then tie dye, tie dye keeps coming up. Isn't it crazy how everything is tie dye right now? Yeah. It's coming up every season, like everything almost <laughs> like everything. Like I was even looking at outdoor furniture and like, they've got like tie dye outdoor pillows and, you know, umbrellas. It's crazy. Um, so yeah, no, I, I get inspiration kind of just from what's trending. And then I think personally, I just love classic, you know, I love just classic pieces. Um, I like to like sprinkle in fun, crazy prints, like a polka dot or a tie dye. And, but I like to do that, you know, in, in like a, a lower price point. And then like, even right now I'm wearing this like really pretty navy blue, um, you know, a uh, silk cami top and wear paired with like a bare baggy jeans and a slide, but it's just like easy with like all my gold jewelry. So it's kind of, I don't know, it's kind of fun to kind of mix and match, but I like classic pieces. You know, it's nice to kind of look at your closet and say, okay, I've got my basics and they're going to last me forever. Or just knowing that if you're in a pinch, you can like reach in your closet and you know that nine out of the 10 pieces that are in there, you can kind of mix and match with every other piece that you have going on, you know, which is nice. And that's so true. Pieces of my collections, like clothes I have for like 10 years. So I was like, I'm tired of this, but it's still there. It's still in fashion. <laughs> I know that that's the best part. Isn't that crazy how that happens? Yeah, definitely. Also, you always been in the perfect shape. What is your secret? Well, I don't think there's any secret. I definitely think that I'm lucky with jeans, like my, my parents and all that good stuff. But, you know, living in New York City, it'll be, you know, we walk, 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 walk. I mean, there, there's been days where my mom's come to visit me and we literally leave my apartment, walk my daughter to school, get a cup of coffee and come home. And my mom looks at her watch and she goes, wow, I just got all my steps in for the day. And I looked at my mom and I'm like, mom, we haven't even done anything yet. <laughs> so, you know, I mean, in New York City, you can get 10,000 steps by just, you know, walking around your neighborhood. So I definitely think about that. I am 100% one of those girls that looks at the elevator, looks at the escalator, and then looks at the stairs. And nine times out of 10, I try and take the stairs. Like I, I try and get like little bits of exercise where I can. And then, you know, I'm a big believer in moderation. I definitely love my sweets. I feel like the last couple months, you can't like, don't count for anything because it's all fallen off. Like it's crazy how it's just too hard to not have sweets or ice cream. Or, I mean, we're all kind of 
you know, off every kind of a normal schedule. But, you know, I feel like if I've always said to myself, like, if I'm craving a Hershey bar, then I'm going to eat the Hershey bar. I'm going to eat one. I'm going to go crazy. But, you know, as of last January, um, I started doing a lot more yoga, which has been amazing. Like, I don't know if you ever do any yoga, but it's so wonderful. I was off yoga for a very long time. And then I recently went back to it and I was like, gosh, why did I ever leave? You know, this is really nice. And then we have a Peloton at home. And then I have like apps like the flat tummy app that, um, I do and all that stuff. So it's kind of, it's like moderation and luck and you know trying to eat well i'm not a big snacker either i i definitely eat three square meals a day i'm like eggs and toast and fruit in the morning every morning and then you know i'm not like a i don't know a lot of people just don't eat and then they get hungry and they eat i think there's something to be said for eating the three square meals a day and keeping the fuel in your body so that you don't want to snack on stuff that's not as nice for you you know yeah i love yoga i've been doing yoga for 10 years yeah, you could tell your body's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Isn't, it, isn't it great though? Like yoga is just, it's very magical. Like I, I don't know. It's, it's nuts. Yeah. And then like right now, are you doing, you're doing like yoga at home? So yeah, I have online classes. So my yoga studio is doing everything online. Oh, that's good. Yeah. But I've been doing hot yoga for a few years and then I switched to just power, like, you know, fast pace. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, that, that was my thing. Like I love the, um, the, I was doing hot yoga. It was so nice. And that's going to be hard. Like, are we ever going to be able to go back to hot yoga? I don't know. Right. Yeah. It's so many germs. <laughs> Probably mm. not. <laughs> I know it's a little, that part's a little sad, but we'll see. That's okay. And what does your diet consist of? What do you usually do? Well, i I am definitely a creature of habit. So like I said, in the morning, I, um, I have a couple cups of coffee. I'm on my third one today. It's actually really nice. <laughs> um, and I have eggs every morning. Uh, it's crazy. Like I, I cannot function without an egg. It's the weirdest thing. I mean, I have my two eggs and then some toast and fruit. And then lunch is like, I mean, God, since we've been in quarantine, it's a lot of sandwiches. Um, if I, if I feel like I need to, um, you know, if I feel like I need, if I feel like I'm gaining or I'm not exercising enough, then I definitely lay off the sweets and I try and limit my bread. Um, so I would do, you know, I would just do like cold cuts and stuff and, and get rid of the bread or just do one piece of bread. Um, and then, you know, a lot like proteins, like chicken or salads or stuff like that. And then dinner is kind of like, you know, last night, last night we had Mexican. <laughs> um, but you know, I think it's like, every, like I said, it's everything in moderation. I feel like everybody is obviously so different. And I, I feel like once you hit a certain age, you know, your body and you know, you know what it needs, you know, what it doesn't, what doesn't agree with it. Like as an example, for me, it's not so much weight, it's more skin. So for me, it's, well, if I, if I have bread, 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 like tons of bread for like, you know, a couple of weeks, then I'm definitely going to start to see it. But for me, it's more sweets, like around Easter time. Oh my gosh. Like I started eating the Easter candy and where I see it for me is in my skin. Like I'll start to see it right away. I, if I have, if it's every now and again, sweets, it's okay. But if it's consistent a lot, I start to, I start to break out. So, um, 
yeah. So I think like that's where your diet kind of comes into play. I don't drink soda. I ha- I stopped drinking soda like 15 years ago. I think that's huge. You know, every now, if I go to a restaurant, which oh, obviously we haven't been in so long, but if I go to a restaurant, like sometimes I'll have like an iced tea or something. Um, so I don't know. I just think like after all these years, I, I really honed in on what works for me and what doesn't. So, you know, lots of water, uh, three square meals and the stuff I snack on, I try and make it, you know, healthy, whether it's like a fruit or I like to have a lot of yogurt, you know, stuff like that. I see. I love eggs too. I eat so much of eggs and see that I got my cholesterol high actually. Oh no. Yeah. You got to get that taken care of, right? Oh no. Yeah. I'm trying to take it down and just try to substitute eggs for something else, but I love it. I miss it so much. Like every morning I actually, like you, I feel like I need eggs. (laughs) Yeah. It really just like jump starts and then it gets you through lunch as opposed to having something something else and then your body just loses its fuel you know yeah that's so true <laughs> yeah what is your favorite quote that you live by oh no I have no idea my favorite quote that I live by I don't know if it's a quote it's definitely not a quote but it's like it's more of like a theme um the Rocky Balboa theme song you know dun 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 so whenever I'm it's not really that's not a quote obviously but it's more like a motivational thing for me like whenever I'm kind of down and out or I need some motivation for me it's that song it's more of a song yeah I love it because I watched that movie so many times and that song is inspiring it is a hundred percent yeah kind of makes you like keep going mm-hmm. definitely where can our listeners find you your social handles your website um, yeah, so my, all my social handles are my name. So it's at Kristen Takeman. And then lastnightslook.com is my blog. And I post at least three times a week, sometimes more. Um, and right now it's just like all easy fashion. Everything's on sale. It's, you know, it's a great time to shop, um, whether it's for your kids or for yourself or, you know, I mean, gosh, if we could all get it together and start holiday shopping now while everything is 50% off, like, could you imagine how great that would be? <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Thank you so much, Kristen. It was my pleasure. Thank you for being my guest. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Have a great holiday weekend. Thanks for tuning in, guys, to Not Basic Blonde Podcast. And if you haven't, please subscribe, rate, and review Not Basic Blonde Podcast on Apple Podcasts. Thank you, loves. Save big on brunch for mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.